You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Okay, welcome back to the Heart of Tradition podcast. We are doing a little short show or short podcast on iodine deficiency. Um, Not the full topic, but just going straight into the solutions and... There's so much you can look up online, and I just got, you know, I study traditions to try to find out how to modernize them and bring them forward, and I use that as a backbone in how I discover my solutions. And so this, the the Greeks had a thalassotherapy, part of the thalassotherapy, and I'm, uh, I don't have the word. There's actually a word for it in French. Um, and probably in Greek too, but <clears throat> there was a word for seaweed bath, basically. Um, and it falls under the whole thalassotherapy, uh, especially in, in the Greek modality. Like they would, they would, I mean, places that have a lot of, I'm sure Ireland too, if you trace the history, like places with a lot of rich seaweed. Um, <clears throat> and so this was, they would create baths out of this stuff. And I guess you could heat the water a little bit um, and it would absorb more of the iodine into the water. Uh, but the actual touching of the skin, of the uh, the seaweed to the skin also ha- facilitated it. There is kind of like a little plasma <clears throat> with the seaweed. And so this technique that the Greeks also figured out, <clears throat> and maybe other cultures too at the same time, but... <clears throat> this uh, technique was used to help bring ma- uh, iodine into the system through the skin, just like magnesium can be transdermal. And um, we're finding out a lot more of these, you know, we just, like I just did a podcast talking about lithium where they had lithium baths and that would be done transdermally. So it doesn't hurt the organs because it's coming through a huge filter. And so that <clears throat> is, um, that's a way to bring iodine into the system without harming the system or trying to drink iodine or do something really, I'm, I'm not saying that's stupid. <clears throat> there may be a case for that, but there's something to be said about learning how to do it right in a way where you can get such a huge dose because of the surface area of your skin. So we're cashing in on that. We're cashing in on this hack, if you will, to how to get this more, this, this deeper into the body through surface area. And so what we're trying to do here is copy that system in the modern world. So that's what the heart of traditions means. So we take the tradition and then we find the heart of it, the part that's not stuck in the past, the part that's, that's alive. And it's that wisdom part too. So we take that, like for example, in the modern world, yes, you could create your own seaweed baths and that would be great. But the practicality of it is probably difficult, especially in certain parts of the country and <clears throat> where it's difficult to put together this kind of concept. I mean, there might be places set up for it, of course, and you can go there. And so, yeah, there's a lot of things like that. But maybe on yourself, Uh, buying Lugol's, which is what I buy, Um, there could be better ones possibly, like nascent iodine, and there's all sorts of different ones. But 
the goal is not to take these things that they recommend in the recommended way. So it's just like with the St. John's wort or St. John's wort oil. Everybody buys it and puts it on their skin for burns and cuts and things like that, but people don't realize that you can also drink it. You can drink it for mental conditions and things like that. So it's kind of off-label, we could call that. I know you won't drink a lot of it, but you, you know, like you take it daily or whatever. And so, but it also comes to the skin. And so um, the seaweed therapy, um, you know, getting back to how to bring this into the skin, when you buy Lugol's, I got 5% because it's hard to find and it has a higher dosage. And so I feel like it's stronger. And you take 5% and you do about 10 drops. That's what I've been doing. About 10 drops anywhere on the body once a day. And you just find a place. I got a glove too. I get a plastic glove and I can smear it in with that glove to where I don't touch my own hand. And then I can let it sit for about three minutes, rub it, dry it kind of with your hand. And then you can put your pants back on. I mean, I wouldn't put white pants on. But in general, you can't see anything depending on if you let it sit for a second. So there's a way to do it. Um, and I'm going around different parts of the body every day and just finding new areas that haven't done it. And so there's some sort of a rule, which I haven't contested to see if it's right, but there's a rule that, you know, if it, if it stays on your skin for 12 hours and it's still, the stain is still there to any, to any degree, then your body's starting to not need it. Now, you have to test that theory by using all parts of the body, too, because sometimes one part of the body, it's, boom, it absorbs quick, and then the other one doesn't. So I'm kind of going everywhere, and so far, that it's been dis it's disappeared within four or five hours. You know, sometimes, yeah, three or four is just gone. So just keeping with this mode of getting the, mag uh, getting the mm, iodine into the body and copying a little bit of the Greeks, but in a modern way. It's a different way of doing it. So I fear when we take it, there, there's a, there is a food way uh, to take in. The, one of the best food ways you can take in iodine is, of course, you have oysters and, you know, certain types of seafoods are very rich in it. Um, but you also, like, you know, any kind of seafood, basically lobster and fish and especially certain parts of the lobster and the fish, like the heads of the shrimp and the head or of the uh, lobster, this is very powerful. It's not the head, it's the body. And in the body, there is like a lot of these vital factors. And so we toss all that in America. I mean, I go to like Asian markets and you can find them frozen, like a big old pack of shrimp like that. And they're they got the heads and everything. And technically, like the Spanish, you know, they never cook their, their paella with like headless shrimp. That would be ridiculous because all the flavors in the head, like, or in the body, you could say, because there's like iodine in there and all sorts of other stuff in there. So, and that brings us back to sucking the heads, which is a big tradition in New Orleans. So that's a smart move as well. I mean, except for they're so dang spicy, but in general, they know what they're doing in, to one degree not losing those vitamins. And so, yeah, there's this place you can find in food, but I'd say the most powerful place to find it in food is through, if you can find like a big Asian market, especially Korean or, or you know, like the diverse kind of Asian market. I go to H-Mart, 
but and then you find this Santa Barbara uni. It's an uni from Santa Barbara. And if you get it at a sushi restaurant, it'll cost you a fortune, but you can get it there for a small fortune, but not, not near as bad. It's probably like 20 bucks there and probably like, probably like 15 bucks there and probably 30 in a sushi restaurant. But, and so this, it's a cream, it's a, it's basically uni, which is sea urchin and sea urchin is so rich in iodine. It's crazy. It's just like the creamiest. It's not that it's rich in iodine. It's that there's this combination of a mineral and iodine and cream. And it's so creamy. It just kind of slimes into your mouth like a cream. And it's like almost like perfect assimilation of iodine. And it can just bring you to a level of iodine. Like it can, it can change your, 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 your season, you know, cause it's so powerful for some people. Um, and like it can change, like I've seen it even change people's thyroid medication, you know, like they just, Whoa, my thyroid's back in normal again. I'm going to start cut down, you know? <clears throat> and, uh, there is another way, which is very powerful, which I've talked about before, which is farmer's cheese. So you take raw milk wherever you can find it, farmer's market, etc. You pour it in a glass bowl. You leave it for a few days on the counter in a normal to warm kitchen. Um, and you save some of the whey um, at the end of this process, which I'll explain. And then you put it in the fridge. And then you use that whey to re-ferment faster for the next time. But So now we get back to the process. You let it sit there for you know, two or three days until it becomes like, like white gelatin. Like it looks like white jello. It moves like a rubber, like, like pieces of, like a piece of rubber kind of. And then you pour that into a sieve or organic table, uh, organic pillowcase or organic cloth or cheesecloth or whatever you want to call it. And you just hold that, um, you tie it up. I use twist ties, but whatever, onto any structure in your kitchen and, um, and then you put that over a, you know, like over, over some sort of like receptacle and you let it sit for, I don't know, 16 hours until it stops dripping. But typically the, dr the drier, the better. So you don't want to cut it short, but uh, if there's no more drips, you're doing good. And it looks like it's been sucked, like it all got sucked down the bag, you know, then you're good. And, um. And you take this and you eat it with a little bit of vanilla, which has iodine cofactors in it, which is strange, but I guess it's from the islands, you know, vanilla. So it's the, the, these regions and they are very iodine rich, those regions. So there's cofactors and those cofactors help digest the vanilla, the, you know, the sugar too. Vanilla is a famous for helping digest sugar in our ice cream. That's part of it, but it's a, so it's a sugar cofactor, um, but it's also um, an iodine cofactor. And so we take that and you eat that, I don't know, all day long for one day if you want. It might make your thyroid upset some people if they're sensitive. Um, it, it does for only the really sensitive. But it's now, it's almost worth it anyway for the body because your thyroid pays for a second, but then the body gets something for much longer. And so there's like a dosing of iodine. Very important to find iodine in all of its facets because you can't lose weight without it. And it's a very powerful, you know, people talk about protein, 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 but you know, it's iodine too. It's like it, iodine proteins are higher power 
than a normal protein. So maybe that's why the whole surf and turf or bacon and shrimp or whatever it is, but we got to figure out a way to combine the iodine with our food. So we got to get the right iodine because it also controls the brain. And it also, it's just something that's harder to find. I mean, in a heavily toxic world, kind of like with air and water and everything kind of contaminated in some measure, um, iodine becomes more needed because it helps detoxify all these things too. It, is, it actually allows the fats to break down the toxins they're holding, which are, a lot of toxins are lipophilic, and push them out of the body too. But it won't do that if there's not enough iodine. Iodine starts to change the game for a lot of people. Uh, and then they do it kind of wrong, I think, because they take vegetable and mineral iodine and then that doesn't assimilate right. So we're taking a mineral iodine through the skin here, but then the skin attaches fat and everything to it on its way in. So we have like a viable method. Whereas, and then the food method is even stronger sometimes, but sometimes you need more than just the food. Like you need like uh, dosing and stuff like that. So I think that was what we were trying to get into was just the, that it all came out of the Greeks in a sense with this whole like bathing with the seaweed and stuff. And so a lot of these things, I mean, who knows, maybe one day we'll pull up some limestone and make the Greek baths again, and we'll pull up some lithium stone and make some, uh, you know, an insanity bath for people (laughs) or we'll put the, put it in the water supply and then we'll develop a seaweed baths and we'll have figured out a whole new culture that like where medicine is much you know, where we have the gifts of the modern side, but then we bring it all to bear in a way which doesn't harm the individual. So that's it. And once again, if you're into the highest quality magnesium on the U.S. market, as far as glass, one ingredient, and clear stone magnesium, not from cheap strata, undiscerning chemically treated magnesium, then come check us out at theheartoftradition.com.